Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Yeah. Future Bachelor. It's a money beat. Come on. It's an old beat. It's a money beat. Shout my girl V in the building. Oh wow. You awake? Come on. Oh, I'm awake. Gotta tell you that my mind I'm losing. Up late cruising. Six in the morning and I should be snoozing. I should be snoring. But I can't help that I got you on my mind and I can't ignore it. See, I'm up this early and I'm making beats. When I should be asleep, straight making Z's. Put my head on my pillow. Thinking where my chick go. How we let our love just chip like Nabisco. Yeah, you. Yeah, Guess me? what? And I know that you're thinking about me too. You don't know that. Yeah, you know that. <laughs> I know this, baby. I know that I can't be everything that you want, but I really try. <laughs> Yo, I can't help it. I got too much pride. Yeah, I yeah, do. that sounds about right. Yo, and the beat go out like, yeah. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai, and I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and guess what? Bachelor. <laughs> this episode we're covering Donda updates, the continued trend of secret weddings, and a very obvious audience plant. Yeah, and this is episode 173. Let's go! <laughs> Oh, man. It's good to have those back again. Yeah. You heard those bars, though, in the beginning I had to spit. Yeah. Yeah, what was your favorite bars. line? What was your favorite line? I, uh, I Okay, favorite probably was, like, just for comedic effect, I think. It's the whole, I be up this late making beats when I should be making Zs. And <laughs> I think that's, that's great. Because it's 6 in the morning, um, you know? Oh. Yeah, and the, the Nabisco, the Chip Nabisco one, um... That one is definitely clever. I have to give you. You like that play on words? Where did my chick go? How we let our love just chip like Nabisco. What? Oh, my God. Actually, I'm going to give myself a round of applause. Yeah, do that. Do that. An unfinished song called I'm So Tired. Um, like I, I, I had told you guys, we actually experienced a power outage. So we're starting this show over. It's one of those episodes where we're pretending like we didn't say all this stuff before. And then this is where I just kind of like pulled up. The- and then you <laughs> ruin this every single time. Cause I every like to be transparent with like, v, don't like whatever. And then you're always like, and anyways, we already said this shit. Well, whatever, man. I just want, I just, cause I, sometimes I have this like. Um, fear that we're not coming off authentic so like when I start feeling like I'm like just saying the same thing again I've never been afraid of us not coming off authentic <laughs> I know, but that's so just, I feel like that's a you that's yeah, a you sure. problem that for is sure. definitely not a me problem well I mean I'm, t- I'm telling you right now that there's something about me saying the same exact stuff again 10 minutes later that just makes me feel unauthentic and I just have to tell our audience exactly the truth I know you want to hide it from them but I gotta let them know it's I just, usually don't I usually want to tell them the truth oh uh, well I mean we find ourselves right here v but since we're here <laughs> and you're here and i'm here where have you been where where how is everything um i was back home in a chicagoland area this past weekend celebrating my uncle john's wedding celebration we had a fun little get together at my aunt's house in melrose park which is a, an italian neighborhood it's like where most of like the people who were Italians that settled in Chicago first started or whatever. My great, great grandmother, her name is in the church. She helped found it. It's the whole thing. So, um, that was a lot of fun. It was hot as hail in the Chicago area. People always are like, Oh, it gets so cold. It must not get hot during the summer. No, it does. It gets really freaking hot. And we were just dripping in sweat at this like, you know, little wedding celebration. But thank God my aunt has a pool. So we all made sure to bring our bathing suits. And then we made sure like it was kosher for us to get in the pool. We we ate dinner. There was so much food. There was leftovers. We had leftover lamb and brujol and the whole focaccia. We had everything. Gotcha. And 
I know my accent's gonna be probably stronger than ever because I've been around like my Italian stallion crazy family yeah. but um we had a lot of fun playing in the pool um you know the groom my uncle got in himself and we were playing different games and making a whirlpool doing a lot of things like we're all older like the youngest one of us is eight is nine, 20 20 my brother's 20 so um yeah so it was definitely a good time but well, happy to be back for a few for a few days here in atlanta um before i go back go back out of town so well that's fun um yeah i just got into town um you know from last week being out of town and that was really fun but it took a lot out of me so like this past weekend i just pretty much i say recover but um there was there was some recovery done um but that's pretty much all you know what though what are you watching me that's what i really want to know well the olympics have started and i love the olympics so Mm -hmm. i've been watching the olympics um actually news out of that simone biles removed herself for from the team finals though usa still got silver which is great um for medical reasons more around her mental health she's been kind of missing some of her stuff i think she has a lot of pressure on her right now um but it's been great watching all the olympics i just love it's similar to like you know watching anything else where like i could never do what they do and like i have some sort of critique even though like it could never be me um so that's a lot of fun been watching those keeping up with those i saw my first in theaters movie since the pandemic and we as a family went and saw black widow i was a big fan it felt felt good again to be sitting there waiting after the credits for the after credit scene um so yeah, yeah but that after side, credit what scene, have you been watching uh did, well, i will before i tell about what i'm watching because um i kind of just wanted to know your thoughts on black widow and and I, of course like you know i knew you'd probably be a fan of it but you know how do you yeah. feel like both of us being fans of the mcu and its place in like the marvel cinematic now they're calling it the marvel Marvel Cinematic Multiverse because it's not just the universe. It's actually shared between multiple universes now. So, um, yeah, what'd you think of it? I liked it a lot. Um, I felt like there definitely was like some holes here and there in it or just like, I don't know, inconsistencies. I love Florence Pugh who played Yelena. Um, I love David Harbour who played, you know, the Red Guardian as well. Did you see I like the Harvey was... Weinstein guy in it? Did you get that whole like yeah. Yeah, thing going on there? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I thought it was an interesting thing. You know, a lot of people's biggest complaints was like, this should have been a movie that came out a long time ago, but. I agree. I yeah. mean, technically it was supposed to come out last year, but it should have come out even before that because it is weird, you know, seeing her whole, like having to then me place it into like where it was in between stuff. Cause like, I'll be honest, I haven't watched some of, you know, the movies that went into the beginning of this movie in a while. So I had to like, kind of like refresh myself. Yeah. I think it comes off of like civil war, Captain America. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree. I think, uh, what they were doing at the time was kind of just looking at their female properties and like late in the game when they should have been doing it like early on. Um, you know, so, um but i did think it was a good movie um you know the another thing was like kind of the contrast of you know obviously they were trying to go with like a born identity thing with it like a mission impossible thing but it's kind of like hard to like mesh those worlds up when like you're super like the like the villain of the movie is like in bright like costumes and stuff like that it's like hard to be covert you're trying to act like you're this born identity like jason Bourne character but you're like walking through like train stations with like a bright superhero suit on and stuff so um you know i saw i saw a lot of like like tones like not matching in that movie but besides that i mean i i kind of try to go into those movies just like to kind of see the action and and the fun of it but you know with all the recovering i did this weekend i watched a lot too um yeah it looks like you did M. Night Shyamalan's new movie, which, um, you know, I think did pretty well, decent at the box office. It beat out that G- new G.I. Joe movie, but um, old. I didn't even know there was a G.I. Joe movie out. Yeah, it's called Snake Eyes or something like that. It's like some uh-huh. origin movie, but um, but yeah, so old. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan, um, you know, he's That known movie f- looks creepy. It looks like just like unnecessary to me. Like, I... 
to me personally, I would probably only see it for Alex Wolf because I love Alex Wolf as an actor. But yeah. um, otherwise, well, I, I, I wanted like to say right now, apologize for all this background noise. Like legit, yeah, it's hard sorry. for me to even talk with like my neighbor bumping his music in the background. He's a DJ, and then and the storm, the storm is coming storming. through both your side and my side. We're close enough where it's coming through like stereo, probably. And um, but yeah, anyways, uh, old was good. I, I thought the movie was was good. It was a cool concept. Now you know it's not perfect. Most people hate on M. Night Shyamalan movies because of like, you know, the twist is not worth it. But, um, you know, there's some interesting things to like, it's like essentially like, you know, you go to this place and you age really fast. So it's kind of like, it kind of asks this question of like, what would you, how do you think like if you only had like till tomorrow, like to live and stuff. And it's just, it puts these interesting questions into play. So if you haven't seen it, I'd definitely check it out. Um, a new movie that actually just came out on Netflix. Um, I don't know if it's brand new, but I saw it brand new there. It's called blood red sky. Um, it's like a, it's like a vampire zombie type movie, um, in a plane. So, um, and I, and I thought it was pretty what? well done. Okay, it, what? <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's, it's, I don't know what to say. Like it's, it's just a good movie. It's about a vampire zombies in a plane. And, um, it's kind it's got a cool storytelling, um, timeline to it and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty, it's a rated R. So it's pretty gory. Um, I recommend it. So check it out. Um, I'm a huge, huge fan of American Horror Stories um, or American Horror Story and um, now they came out with the anth- a new anthology like spinoff from the show called American Horror Stories where essentially each week it's like a different story as opposed to like one season being one long story so um, that's what American Horror Stories is that they've come out with like three four episodes now i've seen three of them the first two episodes actually are a callback to the original first season to um you know what is it the the house one that they had in the beginning um and uh and the first two episodes are kind of a part one part two but then they start going into different stories um after that so it's kind of like a black mirror type like you know uh you know, Twilight Zone type uh, anthology series, but still in the same uh, realm of American Horror Story. So, um, and some like uh, it connects in some ways, like, you know, to the actual seasons. Cause if you know American Horror Story, each of the seasons are actually essentially in the same universe. So, um, as, yeah. as, as far as it being an anthology series. But um, that's what I've been watching, V, a lot. Um, a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's when you're just laying in bed for the weekend, it, it's easy to watch some TV, you know. And I've also been reading a little bit too, so um, that's pretty nice. But uh, look at you, look at me. Hey, what do we got for quick hits? Alrighty, um, starting us off, we talked about the Kanye, um, you know, Donda listening party that happened in Atlanta last week, mm-hmm. um, and not only did it happen in the Mercedes Benz. Um, Stadium, but he also had it streaming late at night um, on Apple Music. I don't think, I think it streamed like kind of randomly, like, and it only streamed like for that time. You couldn't rewatch it, anything like that. I didn't watch the stream because I didn't know, because they didn't really like promote it that much, I didn't think. Honestly, I don't think um, there was much to watch. Like, you know, the whole experience of it really, I think, was like. The star, the star power of it, like all the people in the yeah. building, because there was not much really happening. He was just playing his no. songs. The well, songs he are not was even late, finished. As, as they all tend to be. It was all be. distorted, you know, and he just pretty much didn't say anything the whole time. He just walked around, like, you know, with a mask on. So, I mean, but people still enjoyed being there, but I was seeing pictures yeah. of, like, the food. Like, it was, like, chicken fingers and french fries for, like, 45 bucks. For, like, $50. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the hell? Um, so, I mean, it's a pretty cool concept. Only someone like Kanye, I feel like, could do something like that, you know, with I mean, yeah, but and because only someone like Kanye can do something like that, 3.3 million people viewed the the Apple Music stream of it, which, you know, surpasses the the last record of streams from Apple Music, which was 1.8 million viewers for the Jeezy and Gucci Mane verses that they had. So definitely huge for that platform. Yeah. And they Uh, also made um, I think it's July 22nd last thursday um kanye west day here in atlanta so which i'm a- like okay whatever <laughs> i like, always wondered about that when they give people keys to see i'm like how many keys do they have this city man like you know it's like this this city has like a like a jail they just warden have like key a whole ring. back room of giant keys yeah you they're know? like a janitor the city is like janitor keys but um yeah well uh that's what's up kanye had a really big week i mean uh they're between fashion just just all style and music um you know he had jay-z 
record a song like i think like at like it finished at like 4 p.m that day to get yeah this album is not done yet yeah there's no way it's done yet there was like no drums on any of the songs he was there no no drums there it's not done yet he's living in mercedes-benz stadium right now supposedly uh he was there um he was there for the Atlanta United game, walking around in his like little weird pantyhose mask. I, yeah, I heard he and, came out for like like legit like ten minutes and then went away and filmed it. Like he posted, like he rarely posts yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, he's been posting shit all over his Instagram, which yeah. he rarely does. So it's like, usually he's like really, his rollout for albums. That's what he uses it for. Yeah, so he's definitely you know on his shit right now with trying to promote Donda, but it you know then give us the music, dog. But he's not done yet, so supposedly we'll come I mean, out. We've we've had this podcast for three years, and those three years he's probably released three or four projects, and every time we're supposed to get those projects, it's always delayed. It's never like yeah, it's, it's, it's supposed to come August sixth now, which we'll see. You know, uh, I'm I'm not I'm not holding my breath. No, is all the, I'm usually say. the way it goes is like by the time his album actually does come out for some reason it it has a different name and it's like two three months late so um and it's probably got like none of the music that he previewed so he just probably showed you a bunch of music that's probably not going to be on that album and stuff and still like everyone will and i saw like crazy things where like people were selling bags of the air on ebay of course from the stadium bags of air how stupid would you have to be um but um if you i mean if you did make that money off that then good for you uh well v what else we got for quick hits um Issa ray you know of insecure fame Mm -hmm. uh recently got married this past week in the south of france and you know nobody even knew that she was engaged people had speculated last year two years ago that she was engaged but she's you know notoriously private about her personal life um but, you know, a lot of photos were released with her in this beautiful Vera Wang dress with her husband in this awesome red v- velvet suit um, at this incredible, like, pink mansion in the south of France. So congrats to them. But just, you know, continuing the trend of, like, these celebs having these secret weddings that, you know, it doesn't look like this was, like, a a, a, a sh- very low-attended wedding either. It looks like there was a decent amount of people there, but... I mean, who was to know that it even was happening until was after there any the fact, like so. high high profile people there that you've seen? Because not for that, something being not, that's and she's high profile, like she's pretty big. She's like huge deal. Um, not that I see, like I haven't, I haven't seen anybody like specifically like blah 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 or whoever was at Issa Rae's wedding. It seems like it was like pretty locked down. So, yeah. well, that's um, what's up. Um, what else we got? Uh, let's see. What else do we have? J-Lo and Ben Affleck are, you know, social media official. Everyone's been like, oh, they're back together. They're back together. But now it's official, official. It was her birthday this past weekend. She actually shares a birthday with my mom. They're only two years apart, which that's wild. Um, (laughs) but big Leo energy. But, um, they, you know, posted a photo of them making out. You know, JLo's looking hot. She's looking fine. Making out on a boat for her birthday. And people are speculating that um, that it seems like they're almost like recreating the Jenny from the Block video. It all started when he first wore his watch from that video back like right as it was like rumors were swirling about them getting back together. There's like other similar scenes from them like paparazzi scenes that match up from that video or like dinner scenes. And then the picture of her laying on the boat with his hand on her booty that looks very similar to like the shot of that in the video. So people are like, is this just like, are we just looking for Easter eggs or are there actual Easter eggs? I mean, eggs? That, I, I honestly, I think you're looking for them because if I was dating JLo, I don't think there, I mean, you you would take a picture of me every time and it'd probably look like that picture. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Where I'm just like fan, like, you know, over like just the, the butt worshiping. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly, I mean, can you hate on the man for this? Like, I mean. Nah, man. I can't hate on them. Good for them. Um, well, um, I also was hearing a rumor that they're like across seas right now, and actually, um, um, Alex Rodriguez is like over there at the same time. Um, yeah. So um, I don't know. It's a little weird. It's it's kind of like it's like your mind still. That's what he's trying to say. 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, A-Rod, maybe, but I I also saw rumors that A-Rod has been seen out with, like, you know, different lady callers, so who's to say? Who's to say what games are being played here? Yeah, I feel you. Um, okay, well, what else we got? Um, Paris Hilton, there was rumors earlier today about her being pregnant with her fiance, uh, Carter Ruim, but she and her sister have both shot those down. She talked about it in her podcast being all like, no, I'm not pregnant. I'm waiting until after the wedding for any of that to happen. Like I'm getting fitted for my dress and all that kinds of stuff. And then she even made sure to uh, plug her um, upcoming Netflix show, Cooking with Paris, by saying the only thing in the oven at the moment is my sliving lasagna plugging the show, which I'm like, damn, we love a lady who knows how to market. Um, I mean, this sounds like a rollout to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, no one just comes up with that, like, you know, perfectly to put a bow tie on a rumor. Like, Paris Hilton rumors don't come out like this. They don't go no. like viral like this uh, these days. So, um, no, she comes- she's the modern like debutante socialite. Like, she knows how to, you know, yeah. make it work for well, her. Well, congrats to her on her upcoming wedding and um, future pregnancy, apparently, that she's timing out. So, um, anything else for quick hits? Yes, last week, Tommy Dorfman, known for their role in um, 13 Reasons Why uh, on Netflix, came out as a trans woman. She uh, said that she's been living, you know, quietly as a trans woman for like the past year or so, um, which many have seen in like photos, sort of like slight transitions, things like that with her hair, like what she was wearing, etc. Um, so now she's fully living as a woman, which is great for her um, as, you know, as we continue to break down stigmas around gender and, uh, you know, the fluidity around it. Well, so. um, well, that's what's up. Uh, v, what made you go yikes this week on? Mm. Yeah, this is. What this- didn't make me go yikes? The baby. Yeah. Um, was caught. He was at Rolling Loud, the festival in Miami this past. Pretty week. controversial um, appearance from the baby, not just for one reason, but many reasons apparently. So. Yes, and he, you know, as he was like trying to hype up the crowd, some stuff that he decided to say. Um, was saying, like, if you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that make you die in two or three weeks, put your cell phone light up in the air, which, like, people are like, okay. But then he went on to say, like, fellas, if you ain't suck a blank dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lights up in the air, keep it effing real, which people are all like, okay, so you're saying, like, you know, you, you're trying to, like, other or exclude folks who you know are gay or which then and also like kind of equating the whole like stigma around hiv and aids with gay men and things of that nature um so people are definitely upset about it uh hassan piker who's known for being a twitch streamer and things like that and his different shows he said to babies thrown out 90s era homophobia da boomer um which i thought was kind of funny but there's also but, not uh, like 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 homophobic stuff in there too like it's like yeah he was saying yeah, he said something whole- about like women's vaginas like tasting like yeah. water and stuff and it's like dude you only like obviously I, I don't know how many vaginas you've tasted or whatever like that but like you know i don't know it's just like there's this different vaginas like you're not gonna always get water tasting vaginas i don't think so it's like no. you know all the statements he was saying was last was, time i checked like the ph of them is just not that that level of basic so <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he was saying like straight out the shower or something like that, but regardless, you know, it's just like, why, why are you, why, like, why do you care about any of that stuff? Like he's, and then he came out with a response for it. I don't know if you saw that, but I mean, he came out with a video response, um, and you know, trying to defend his statements being like, you know, I I mean, this is crowd participation stuff that he does like to get people to put their lights up. Yeah. Let's get the whole crowd being hateful. Like I don't understand. I know. And then he was trying to say that like, um, I mean, what was the first one he said? Oh, about uh, HIV and all that stuff. So he's like, my people, 
I don't care. Like we have gay people there. Um, the gay people that I rock with or whatever like that are not dirty, so they don't have HIV or AIDS. Oh, and then, God. And then he said, "That's even worse." I know. That's and then, even, no, that's then he doubles down. Response. Then he doubles down and he talks about the the comment about like you know giving fellatio in the parking lot or whatever. Um, and and. And there he says, he's like, you know, the gay dudes that, you know, they, they, they have more respect for themselves where they'll go get a hotel room. They won't be just doing it at the, okay, at the parking but lot. But if he was rapping about a girl doing the same thing. Oh, all right. Just sure. the fact that like he even cares what anyone is doing anywhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I'm like writing this line right now about like me even caring about talking about this, but we got a podcast. We're just talking about stuff. And these are just topics that we think are just interesting topics. Well, it made me go yikes. So we, yeah, we're talking about exactly. It. But um, essentially, you know, the fact that he even cares what anyone's doing or what's between their legs or what anything like is going on, like, and to say to even try to defend it, then you have people coming out like Ti who are trying to defend a baby by by bringing in people like Little Nas X into it, which is like has nothing to do with it. He's all trying to say like if Little Nas X can do all this stuff, like the baby can have his opinion on this stuff. The baby could be hateful like it's like completely different than like little nas x than little nas x you know being like very open and flamboyant and whatever about like you know being gay and everyone getting upset about that i think like another bad part about it is the fact that you're literally like there's there's people probably with hiv or aids there and and also that are gay you know that probably were offended by your comments that are paying you money like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're talking about you throwing a good show. It's like probably because it's in, it's inclusive of all the people that were fans of you. Now, right. I, I just was seeing like Dua Lipa just like responded about she, it. Yeah, she was all like, this is not the person that I thought I was that I've worked with. Like, obviously, my fans know where I stand when it comes to like supporting the LGBTQ community, as well as like trying to de- defy the stigma around like HIV and AIDS, which like good on Dua. I don't really even think she should have had to do that. But I mean, she understands that she has a, a very large gay audience. So and she's has a very popular song with the baby. So yeah. I mean, yeah, everyone's um, entitled <laughs> to feel the way they feel. Everyone has the freedom of speech. But these are just like things that just like kind of it's like, why? You know, I, it's just well, yeah, it, it's just hateful. There's no reason to say them, and it's just inaccurate anyway. So, yeah. um, well, yeah, the baby. I mean, dude, I, I, I don't know. Uh, and then he also brought out Tory Lanes, so that was like another thing that like happened. Um, you know, obviously problematic because of the Meg Thee Stallion case that he still yeah. has open right now. So, um, yikes! Big yikes this week for the baby. Um, I, yeah. I won't even won't even move past that. But you know, you know where we're at right now, V. Don't I? Let's talk about the Bachelorette. Yeah. Wow. Wait a second. Watch this. Let's go. What do we got, V? All right. Where do we start? It's week eight of Katie's season, and they pretty much just play with their heartstrings to start the show off. We get a scene from, you know, the Hyatt Regency um, Resort, and we see our man's Michael A., on a FaceTime, you know, his sanctioned FaceTime with his son. And he's talking to his son and, you know, his son's being like, I miss you, dad, like blah, blah, blah. And he's trying to tell him like, you know, when I get back, we'll do this. And he's, first of all, I found it comical that he called it a work trip, but like his son's four. And I get where, you know, you don't want to be telling your son, you know, <laughs> it that makes you're- it sound like he's an escort or something. I know, right? Um, you don't want to be telling your son that you're like trying to find love, especially like you don't want to involve uh, a kid that young until like you know it's serious between you and you know your significant other. So because it gets complicated, but because uh, even they're going into hometowns, and he was thinking about you know it's I'm sad that James won't be there but I'm protecting him by not having him there his son um etc but the one thing that stuck out that his son said on the call was I know why you're gone dad it's because you don't want to see me and of course you know he's he's a four-year-old like we're gonna be honest this kid isn't saying this like maliciously he literally isn't knowing the power of him saying that he's just like probably 
playing around because then he was all like all right bye and like his dad's like wait no blah 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 and but that really wrecks michael a and he's all like ah my son's been through a lot See, yeah I can't I, I, do honestly this. i i you i got a feel for the guy because you know I think what makes this this situation not like like obviously I can't roll my eyes at this because you know the, the man no. lost his wife and you know he cares right. about his son. I think the differences are that of other men that might be like single dads, they might have like the mother to look after the the kid or something like right. that. And this guy is just very vulnerable. Like he's this is the first time he's putting himself back out there um, publicly. You know, what I'm saying so right. like you know. How does one come off and 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 look? You know, just being there, and this is your whole story. But like, what actually does? So he did everything that he was supposed to do. It just really was unfortunate because, like, I, I thought that they that he was the most genuine person there. Me um, too. I thought uh, they were the best uh, match. Katie was. Torn I thought up he could have maybe stuck it out. Like he didn't have to let that like comment like completely wreck him. But I think you know he did what he had to. What he felt like he had to do. Um, yeah, you he know. kept he went and talked to Katie, and he brought up you know how he has to be a dad right now, and I think that's like a very real sacrifice of being a single dad is like doing stuff for your own happiness and doing like the right thing for your kids, and I definitely think it's a hard you know a hard thing to balance, especially in such a public forum. Um, but the thing that really got me is that he's like, "Thanks for teaching me how to love again," and I was all like, "Oh, come on, I can't deal." with these emotions especially knowing that then right after that after he self-eliminates we just go right into men tell all so like just emotional whiplash yeah for, great way for to put this it. episode um yeah no for sure i i definitely i mean shoot man you just hate to see it it's like and that's how hard the show actually is like you know um to get all the way through it you could have everything going for you and just like sometimes it's not in the cards um, so what ends up happening next? Obviously we get to the men tell all, where did we start there? Men tell all. So, you know, as with any men tell all, it starts with the host hosts in this case, Caitlin and Tasha talking with, you know, some of the men for a while. We, uh, they go over all the different bullshit. We talk about the Cody and Aaron bullshit briefly. I feel like not a lot even happened with that. They just kind of were like, you know, man, I didn't like you before. You did some shady stuff. Cody's like, whatever. They kind of, there was no resolution there that I really saw. They just were like, agree to disagree. And then they then moved on to the bomb that Carl had dropped. And um, they, you know, they that turns into a whole conversation around like they're like man why didn't you just tell us like who are you talking about like was it thomas and they're like and he's like of course it was thomas but they're like but then you said there's multiple dudes like and then it was just getting into semantics so Honestly, see, this is where it gets a little hard because you know we've been talking to carl like in the dms like trying to get him on the show yeah. like you know and all yeah. stuff just to like you know talk some stuff but you know it he brought up a very interesting point that i brought in up um, that we've know, talked about here on the show, the witch hunts. Seasons after seasons with the witch hunts, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 super annoying. So it's like it's kind of nice to see someone like Carl and 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 someone else like stand up for other people, um, you know, that are being witch hunted because um, what's his name? The one that uh, that was starting a fight with this Cody guy, Aaron. Aaron. So he was the he was the one. Um, that was, you know, him and the other guy were starting, you know, fights about other guys and stuff in the house. And it's just like, where, where did they both admitted to being like, uh, like being caught up in all the drama? Because when you look back on it, you kind of look like a little bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the way you just like kind of want to go about the show and the edit of it. Like, he still looked like a hater on, but a lot of those guys, the Canadian dude looked like a hater. Brendan, you know? yeah. Brendan got more screen time the, and more like, Stuff what is the guy like, in the box? He looked like a hater. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yo, all these guys that try to like be like the nice guys and all this stuff, like they all look like haters and uh, with their pitchforks and stuff like that against these other guys. Not saying that some of them didn't have like, like the right, but like, it's like, come on, man, you, uh, you stop trying to like um woo over the audience by being like, you know, putting people down like Thomas who, you know, I, I Dude, come on! I, I'm I'm a I'm a prime example of someone that would go on that show, would look for love, but also knows how the show works and be like, you know, right. that's the whole right. point of this podcast, actually. So it's like, you know, 
stop acting like you're holier than thou because like I actually just wanted to go on the show just to see if I had it. It's just like you you sound dumb. Like, and I know yeah. they clap for you, but like you weren't getting an applause from anyone at home. I don't think so. Um, so yeah, so um, you know that's something that I thought was interesting about the Carl stuff that came up a lot of just like like yelling at each other that eventually the girls were like okay let's change the subject but um where yeah, do we they went into yelling at hunter for a hot second which you know he even admitted that he phrased things poorly and that you know whatever and that he you know apologized for some mistruths of how he spoke but uh that's a, i think he's pun- the perfect example of someone that gets a, a bad edit um and they and they, they catch you saying things that because he doesn't seem like a bad guy like straight up no. even connor stood up for him he was like dude yeah. you're wrong like he I know how much he cared about Katie. So he's like, right. well, the way I feel, like, I just felt like he was like, he's like that's and, my opinion. And he's like, your opinion's wrong. Yeah. Well, he's like, well, your opinion's wrong. So like, I actually got like, Connor got some points for me there, ended up losing yeah. him again later on because he just kind of sucks to me. But like, that was one yeah, point where I was like, of him. yeah, that was one point where I was like, go Connor. Like, that's the type of stuff I like to see. And I mean, that just goes to like actual, if you're going to bring up romance later on, man, then like, you know, that's the kind of bromance I like to see sticking up for people. It doesn't matter if you're friends with them or not. Like you kind of just see objectively. And that's kind of what Katie did last season when she was on her season. Yeah. So um, it wasn't about like whose side you're on or who you're friends with in the house. It's like you're just standing up for what you know and see. And, and, and so that was cool. But um, where else do we got? So we get into some hot seats. First up is Catsuit Connor. Oh. And, you know, he talks a little bit about his tearful goodbye and then how he when he got home he like went and texted his exes to be all like am i a bad kisser and you know they confirmed that he was not a bad kisser uh but you know it's just what it wasn't a connection i I can't Um, stand connor like watch himself a reel of himself like you know what i'm saying like he thinks he's just like he's just like oh 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 that was stupid but he knows what he was doing in the moment like he thinks he's playing off this cute guy but like we know you're not that cute dude you're not that cute but uh somebody in the audience am i hating too much on him no i mean i don't like him either i think i think we're probably in the in the minority of people who don't really like him, but I don't really care. Yeah. Um, but uh, there definitely was somebody in the audience who thought he was cute to some degree or was paid to say that he was cute. Uh, that's that's the answer. She was paid to say that he was cute. Her name is Tara Kelly, I believe. Um, she and, was paid to uh, say exactly everything that she said. And she was paid to kiss him. Yes. If he and wanted so, you to. know, she was already mic'd up. She like stands up during the middle of his uh his hot seat and is all like, uh, excuse me, like and like Tasha and like Caitlin just let it happen. Like ah, like it, it it just was way too smooth for it to happen. Then she's like, I thought you were adorable and I don't think you're a bad kisser and they're like, Let's prove it and she comes on down and they make out and then, you know, they sit there for a hot second. He gives her a little rose. And, you know, it just so happens she has a new song that's coming out. She's a little, like, singer-songwriter type. And uh, she definitely knew how to get her name out there because everybody was searching her up after slash during the show. And uh, there she is. She is. Uh, yeah. Check out her new single called Cat Kisses. Meow. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, um. <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, they get another extra kiss before, you know, um, and he's like, one for the road, and he gets in, all the boys, like, hype around him and stuff. I know, know, like, it was, I was like, is this a frat party? Like, what is going on? Like, I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. Um, But then next up is Andrew in the hot seat. They show his full reel, which seems very highly, uh, you know, bachelor potential. Oh, my God. I and- thought they were going to tell us he was the bachelor by the end of it. She was like, like, you will have your chance to like i was like are you about to tell us like i, like, I swear uh, i got like the goosebumps well, like yeah, they're about to announce him know. as the bachelor um yeah i mean they couldn't go wrong with having him as the bachelor i think he's he's actually the perfect person for to be the bachelor um more than anything like a, a matt james or anything matt james still sucks i watch him in his own instagram stories and videos and he doesn't even know how to talk in those like you know yeah, no, he's, he's trying too hard so um i definitely think he would be a great um although i didn't see there was a little bit of controversy about something 
in his social media past i didn't click on it but um maybe we if he ends up being the bachelor or because he's i hadn't seen him be um he would definitely have been casted in bachelor in paradise right did you see him on that um i don't believe so i don't think i saw him. usually when that happens that means you're in like the running to be the bachelor so um it's probably between him and and michael a so um, yeah, and Michael I don't A think, was next. Unless they what, get like Michael gonna... A's son to be there the whole time, like I just don't think they would. He would be up for doing that, you know. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, and also I Michael... don't know if he would be the right person to be in that position to date thirty women. Like you know, it just I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but people saw that you know they posted on the Bachelor's Instagrams and socials and whatever. It's all like now casting for our next Bachelor, like and it said Bachelorette's divorcees single moms, oh. which made people think. Yeah, no, that they're it might definitely. Be Michael going for Michael A. And he looks good with that beard. I'm not going to lie. Which I feel like that should be promoted every single time there's a Bachelor. Like, I don't think it should matter, but... Yeah, I think it does I mean, matter I feel in like this that's situation. a very specific promotion. Yeah, no. Look at us with the T over here. Holy cow. Always. Man, Always brewing it up, dog. Bachelor. Um, you know, round of applause for that. You know, just... <laughs> it's like an Emmy episode. Um, so, yeah, anyways... Uh, what else we got? We got anything else going on here? Michael, yeah, Michael A got his uh, little hot seat, which was emotional for all of us because we had just watched him leave on you know the show prior, and um, he you know says that if Katie were to give him a second chance, he would take her back if you know things were to happen. Um, and Katie eventually comes out. She once again in an awful dress, this awful green color on her. I don't know who her stylist hates her her stylist hates her yeah how are you like, gonna make like the other bachelorettes look like drop dead Tasha's in this like hot ass leather dress she's got her braids in i'm feeling it loving it caitlin has good makeup good hair her dress was also like a beautiful color that it, they match together like with the similar like red pinks kind of vibe um, what if she like, might be the problem like she might be but being like they're trying to like dollar up to make her all bachelorette looking and she's like no this is not me and she trying to dumb it down so what i know about carrie what's his name who is the stylist for the leads Mm -hmm. is that he is not he's not a good stylist honestly truly he um and especially if a, a bachelorette is not very fashion minded, fashion focused, like Katie is not. And she has very much so said that before in her videos and her whatever, like fashion is like kind of not her thing, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. But then a stylist job is to step in like because she's, you know, pulling looks from a rack. Like this is how it works. She's pulling looks and like a stylist should then step in and say, OK, now let's actually style this and like make this better for tv and carrie does not do that that is the problem um because he just lets her like she pulls like he pulls you know the big amount of looks and then she just goes and pulls what she wants but because he then doesn't give as i said last week he doesn't give anything of interest to those outfits or helps like tweak them to make them more you know appropriate or flattering you know what though there's something commendable about that actually to me now that that we're saying it out loud you know she's kind of just going for the plain look you know i'm saying like i know she looks good better than she probably would normally but like I don't mind. I don't mind that actually. Like, there's something. There's something I just, pretentious I that happens. I am okay with plain if it's actually flattering. Yeah. Half the stuff that she's been wearing isn't flattering. Okay, that's my problem. I mean, your opinion, but um, but you know, it's what not if, just my opinion. Well, a lot of other people. Okay, your opinion plus other people's opinion, but um. But yeah, I just think like, you know, I don't know. There's something that happens like after a girl, like a, like one of the women become a bachelorette and they become like this like model and all this stuff. Not saying that she's not going to sell all this stuff, but like and, and, and try to like boost on her fame or whatever. But, you know, they almost seem like they're they weren't just like regular girls before and stuff. Like, I guess they aren't. But I see her trying to kind of like hold on to that like normalcy a little bit, um, which, you know can be commendable i guess but which i'm fine with that it's just i just don't i think it's bad that she's being put in dresses that don't suit her yeah um because that makes her look shitty but but there we go okay any Mm hoozles she comes out she gives her you know she talks to everybody 
pretty much says everything happens for a reason several times over. And then we finally get to correspond with Thomas. But he's not there. He, you know, videos in, which we get no reasoning to why. I don't know if maybe he, like, you know, COVID reasons or maybe he's a coward or, like, I don't know. Did he have a kid? (laughs) Huh? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean – Shoot, I think I think he did it the best, to be honest. Like, I mean, uh, all those guys were already talking shit. Like, you know, the men that were there, like, I don't think there was a good look for any of them, you know, besides just the fact that they were live in the studio with everybody else. But to be honest, you know, uh, he had a pretty good look. I mean, think about it. Uh, she called Homeboy his name. And, and that was the ultimate thing to see in that. Like, you know, then she called it. Oh, yeah. She accidentally called Aaron Thomas. Yeah, which was so awesome. That was just like the icing on the cake for, for, for him because, like, he was hating so much. I was just like, that's that made him feel like shit. So, um, and, you know, he was genuine and honest. Like, you know, I think Katie <laughs> and him had, had like a, had a really good connection and he you know came back and was like look like i'm sorry i made that all about that like you know it would it would be essentially me apologizing for me starting up a podcast three years before i went on the show with an idea of all this stuff and i'm like i never i really liked you when i when i met you and and hung out with you i'm sorry that everything else kind of got like clouded into way and stuff and she was accepting of that right relatively i think she was like you know you weren't acting genuine on the show and like, you know, our, our connection wasn't like, I felt like you manipulated me into different things. And I felt like you were just going to try to say what I wanted to hear and then whatever. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, that's, that's fair, but I think, you know, uh, I really didn't see anything super malicious about him. I mean, besides just like he was a smooth talker, like, you know, he, you know, I, I really didn't see him going behind people's backs and, and trying to do whatever. And, you know, and I still go back to him honestly being honest about he was like, yeah, I thought I could possibly be yeah. a bachelor if it didn't work Which out I'd with like, her. I think he could have just carried it, uh, carried it out better. And I think the fact that he like would switch up what he was saying to Katie it mid conversation is uh, I'm always going to find that shady. I don't know. He had red flags for me the entire time. Sure. I mean, and, he's obviously uh, not the one for her. So, um, and but. she had, she even like said, I think on Nick Vile's podcast that like you know she was trying to keep him around long enough for fantasy suites because he was hot. Like she wanted to fuck him. Yeah, but like she didn't really see like more of a connection than physical. Um, so. what's it called? Uh, yeah, I also I think uh, you know I, I don't know. I thought he I thought he came off like looking all right and stuff. So, um. Speaking of that Nick Vial stuff, I think there was some controversy that came out of that podcast, like of her, like he he like asked her to say like five, like African, um, like uh, countries or whatever like that, um, and like she, I don't know something happened where she couldn't say anything. Like honestly, you might as well not say anything if you're just gonna start. And like I, I don't know, it made this like huge controversy and stuff with another um, contestant on The Bachelorette or something like that. That. She, I, she, Katie, ha- I saw her put out an apology in the last week, actually, a video apology about it. So I'm not really sure. Um, you know, a lot of the times, like, you know, these people's con- uh, comments get taken kind of out of context. Um, not yeah. all the time, but sometimes. And, um, yeah, so I saw that kind of come out. But, um, you know, the best part of this episode, I will tell you, was like because the usually it's like the bloopers or something are supposed to be funny but those were not that funny actually this year um i didn't think they were that funny but the, yeah i don't think they're that funny the, the the post-credit scene where they're all like talking in accents and stuff now i watched that, that like hilarious. five times i rewinded it like five times it was it, so funny just like well, and then they were like and then all of them were talking about how greg just would oh, always how you like joke so much like i just like couldn't stop so laughing jokeful. you're so <laughs> jokeful i was like that is funny as hell um, and then, you know, they're just talking about like the stanky leg and dude, just this pungent smell behind your leg. So, um, yeah, if you hadn't seen the ending credit scene, like that was actually really funny. So, um, yeah, check that out. But so what do we got for next week? Uh, next week we'll be getting into hometowns. They keep previewing, you know, her getting upset and trying to ask for her ticket home. We don't know when that's happening. I'm guessing soon. It has to be happening soon soon um 
But it looks like, you know, Greg was getting real upset about something with, uh, you know, being real versus, you know, getting a rose versus whatever. So I don't know if that's when stuff's finally going to blow up with Greg, but we will have to see. Yeah. I honestly, I don't know what to expect about these hometowns because typically by now we have some type of like look at one of the parents or something that the family is doing like you know like some type of drama that'll come out of it It, it, i have a feeling it might be a little lackluster um yeah i don't know because they just are like uh she's i hear that he's smitten with you like that's all we really saw like was and then like her being all like oh he was the first one i kissed about i think justin or something i don't even know but um oh another thing that came out of it we saw um caitlin's engagement Yes, we got to relive Caitlyn's engagement because that obviously happened uh, after filming of this season. But, yeah, I don't know. Or during, I don't know. I don't remember the timeline exactly. But, yes, we got to rewatch that and how Jason completely surprised her during a recording of her podcast. So that was fun, a fun little moment for, you know, the Jason and Caitlyn stance, which I am one of them. So, yeah. Um, well, that's what's up. Um, next week, um, what we got like two or three more episodes left, you'd say? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then we're rolling into almost paradise. Oh my God. I know. I cannot wait. I'm excited. It's been too long. It's, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. I'm excited. They have been releasing some of the little previews and it looks like grocery store joe is getting with a couple ladies it looks like wells is crying over something at one point who's to say well doesn't his uh, his his fiance show up or something then weren't we talking about her being i guess yeah i read that she might come help host for one of the host guest spots or whatever so um yeah no uh who'd you see grocery store joe canoodling with uh serena p is one of the main ones oh my gosh i i forgot about serena p but she's one of my favorites too i thought she was so cute and I remember yeah. that, that yoga episode. That was crazy. Um, so oh my God. <laughs> uh, that was the one where she was like, I'm not feeling you, Matt, but he was feeling it. Um, so yeah, anyways, uh, uh, V, what do we, uh, let's talk about our slapper of the week. Um, no, let's not. We have two bits of, uh, two bits of bachelorette news or bachelor news. Oh, okay. Those are at the top. Um, okay, cool. Let's talk about those. Yes, uh, they are, they're always at the top. But um, so bad bad placement been, for the last points of of this segment, though. I'll just have to I tell just you put that. them there because I always know where everything else Let's is. Change I, that. I, you must not look at our outline, but no, I um, see it. I'm just like below that now. Come on. I know, but I just keep them at the top because I know okay, where what they do we need got? to be. But uh, Michelle's contestants for her season of Bachelorette. Um, their potential, because we don't know who's going to make the final cut yet, have been released. Some of them, some of them look kind of cute. Some of them, I feel like they could have taken a better photo. Uh, one of them, his one of his buttons is undone. Um, I think his name is Brian. He's thirty. He's from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Weird picture of him for sure, but he looks like he has some zaddy vibes into that. Um, well, speaking of this cast, like they did like like a bunch like a bunch of them. They're potential people though. They're not like guaranteed. Yeah. I don't think. But yeah. um, shout out to my cousin Erica. Actually, quick shout out to her. Um, she sent me this message yesterday, and she said that um, that her um, her friend from Vanderbilt, who was actually um, on, he he was Ravi on Netflix in Indian Matchmaker. So oh, wow. like he was he was already on that dating show. His brother um, is actually going to be on the show. So um, I like I friended him. He has his own podcast and stuff like that. So we're trying to get him maybe to get on if he's able to do podcasts right now i know it's like super secretive at the moment like especially when you're on your way to the show you don't want to mess up right. your chances and stuff but um trying to get someone that's going to be on that season ahead of it so i mean see if it works out or not but at least we're making connections you know um for sure so yeah so we'll, we're i mean they look like some good guys in there um you never really can tell who they are until you see the show though Right, right, because I didn't think anything of the cast listing for Katie's season, and I loved a lot of them, so um, excited to see how that goes. And then other news is that Raven and Adam of, uh, you know, Bachelor in Paradise fame, they are expecting a baby together. They're calling it their honeymoon baby because they 
only, you know, a month or so ago, I think, got married. Um, and uh, they're due in January, I believe. So, so Raven and Tia are like best friends, right? Tia came on the show after Raven was already on the show or something. Like, it was like the next uh, season. Yes. They yeah, were, I believe so, yeah. yeah. Um, so interesting. I didn't even know Tia was like seeing anybody. I know Raven got married to that guy from The Bachelorette. No, that's who I'm saying. Raven and Adam. Raven and Adam. Yeah, but you said Tia are pregnant, right? I thought I said Raven. Sorry, it's written right here. Raven and Tia are pregnant. Oh, did I? Well, Raven and Adam. See, I now said, I'm but... reading. Who's reading their own notes here? Okay. I know, but I knew what wow. I was saying. My actual notes have Raven wow, and Adam. Wow, wow. See, that's karma, baby. Let's go. No, I'm just joking. Um, All right. Well, that's all our batch. <laughs> and I said Raven and Adam. I didn't say Tia. So I, I'm just talking listen, about the outline here. I'm, re- I'm reading the outline now after you just told I know, me to read it. Why aren't you listening to me? Because I didn't say Tia. Because you wrote it down here. I was like, yo, Tia and Raven, they're best friends. I'm putting two and two together. That's what we do on the show. Um, all, right, all right. Well, you tend to not listen to me because you repeat stuff that I say. You so messed up okay. and you're still blaming it on me. Here we go. Slapper of the week, industry baby, Little Nas X, uh, Jack Harlow. Um, I've honestly been like a huge fan of all of Little Nas's X music since he came out. Um, me too. Every single single that he's come out with, I've liked, um, including this one. Uh, you know, uh, and it features one of my favorite artists right now, Jack Harlow. Um, and the song is also produced, uh, co-produced by Kanye West. So Indeed. this is a pretty huge song right here. Um, I really kind of want to know the backstory of like, like how they got Kanye and everything involved. I'm pretty sure it's because, you know, little Nas X is one of the biggest artists right now. And he knows that he's going to make mm-hmm. some noise, but this video came with, you know, a, I mean, not as much controversy as the last one, but obviously little Nas X is still coming with the heat and um Always. yeah this one is taking place in a jail and um mm-hmm. it's a lot of it looks like a lot of um homosexual men all dancing in jail and stuff but until it gets to the part of jack harlow where he's hooking up with the female um correctional officer or something but um i mean it's it's got all my favorite color in there pink um so it's like just a really pop in prison it looks like so um to say the pop least. in prison indeed uh but yeah i mean there's you know there there's whenever you're you're a pop star and you're and you're kind of like glamorizing jail and all this stuff and nowadays it's kind of got a conversation around it and stuff so um there was a little bit of that going around but besides that the song is really hot um added to the future bachelor podcast playlist on spotify so check it out there um if you haven't heard it yet, you know, I, I think he's just a hit maker, man. He's got a nice voice and, and he's always. Got yeah, no, he's he knows. And that beat is insane. I love it. I've been bopping it a lot recently. And I actually just tweeted something about Jack Harlow. I tweeted. I was like, am I attracted to Jack Harlow or does he just look like somebody I could beat up? And I feel like it's leaning. Did you see how he hollered at Sweetie on those and that red carpet one time? Yeah, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, I mean, the boy's got game. He's willing to shoot a shot. Can't swagga, go really, swagga. Can't go wrong with that. So, um, all right. Well, yeah, check that out. Actually, I, I didn't even play our... Slacker of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> it slaps. <laughs> oh, it definitely slaps. Um, v, what do we got for shout outs this week? You got any? Yes, I wanted to shout out um, our OG compadre, Courtney Killen. Hey. It is her... <laughs> 30th birthday this week so happy birthday to her she was looking Actually, good i saw her pictures and stuff i think she did like a party bus and um she did a party bus and uh, went to like the selfie experience in jacksonville um but yes she wore this cute little pink short pantsuit thing um but she'll be turning 30 the day that this podcast comes out Hell so yeah happy, happy birthday to her. Happy- see money i love you um and then uh, I wanted to shout out my friend Chelsea because I will be in Cincinnati this weekend celebrating her bachelorette with her. And I'm just so excited to see her. Um, how, um, how are you and, liking you know, being on those planes? Shout out to her, by the way. You know, I just uh, keep keep being on planes, honestly. It's uh, it's going to be on and off for every other weekend, pretty yeah. much. Um, well, um, I definitely wanted to shout out um, some compadres myself. Um Kelly Johns, um, you know, friend of the show, has been a guest on here. Uh, she actually just got on the Claire and Emma pod. Um, it, it was it used to be called Here to Make Friends, but now it's called Love to See It. I think it's because it used to be, it was like a, a 
what is the the company that owned that podcast? It was it's a Bachelor recap podcast. It's um Huffington Post. And I think they oh. they, they actually Emma and Claire, you know the podcast, right? Here to I've make heard friends. Of it. Yeah, it's I mean, it actually was a huge inspiration early on before I um so we started this podcast because that was the Bachelor podcast I would listen to. And I think they got let go from the Huffington Post or something like that. Um and started their Obviously, they couldn't keep the name, um, and they started their own podcast, but now Kelly John, she got on that episode. Um, I wanted to shout out another compadre um, and a a former guest of the show, uh, Tristan. Mm -hmm. Um, He just got on Nick Vial's Vial Files um, as a guest on that show, so that's huge. Um, Two huge Bachelor podcasts that that have been guests on this show. Now we just need to go and be guests on those shows, so that's kind of... Right. So, congratulations, you guys. That's huge, major moves in um, Bachelor Nation. So, um, proud of y'all. And then, um, my last shout is to V. Oh wow! Yeah, we get on each other's skins. You know, um, she likes to make fun of my reading and my smarts and stuff. But this girl always has my back and um, picked me up from the airport. And I just appreciate having a friend like you in my life, man. Like. Um, you prove yourself, um, time and time again to me, um, that you might be my bestie, you know what I'm saying? So, um, if only I were in a tassie, you know, (laughs) I knew you had to say it. I should have just said something else, but, um, I love you, V. I love you too. I wonder how many shout outs you've gotten from me on this show. (laughs) It's, it's, it's just, that's what I want to kind of add up here. It's, that's what I'm talking about. So, um. Yeah, guys, uh, going into this weekend, I hope you um, have a safe trip up to where you're going. And um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, I will be uh, kicking it back, relaxing, um, hopefully not getting Maxing it. Maxing all too- cool. Yeah, Shooting not- some b-ball. Yeah, well, not the Outside b-ball the part. Um, might, might be, you know. But, um, yeah, so, guys. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Just... Might pick it, pick up a ball this week, but uh, no, guys. Uh, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen this weekend, um, but I'll probably get in hopefully some trouble and um, have oh something to talk about that at least, but probably won't. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Well, this has been our episode. Um, luckily, we this one didn't get cut off, so you got a full episode because I was almost up to here. You almost got an old episode from us. Right. Uh, I'm happy we made it through. Thanks to not no thanks to the weather being assholes, but yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, guys. So we're back um for now and uh we'll see you next week with 174 we love you guys you know what it is it's future bachelor my name is Cy. i'm veronica and we love you deuces bye the future bachelor podcast